This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. As I told you earlier this morning, we were going to be doing two. One was the, 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 you know, the message about changing. And this one, like I said, we're going to change gears and slow it down a little bit, have some more fun. Um, as promised, I got my first guest host, possibly future co-host, my guy, Brujo. Uh, say hello. How y'all doing? <laughs> uh, you, most of you guys know him from... Uh, Instagram. He's a social personality there. He's got a lot of things going on with his uh, his uh, tag, uh, Outer Racist. He's got a lot of good stuff going on there, a lot of followers, a lot of um, really deep messages. So to start it off, we're just going to get a little introduction. So uh, what have you, how, how, it's been a while, bro. It's, it's been a while, yeah, man. It's been a while. I'm you know, I, I get on my things and I just kind of focus and, uh, you know, it's more of my family thing. I got, you know, I got my kids and stuff like that. So I, I focus a lot on that and work. And then, you know, like we are in America, everybody's just trying to get every day and everybody's trying to get fed. That's the where American I'm at. American dream. You know, that's 40 exactly acres what and a mule. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, man, that's where I've been at. That's where I do, and, you know, and, and doing my uh, my Instagram thing that uh, that I, I have a passion for. Yeah, let's uh, expand on that a little bit. Like, what what really got you going on on Instagram? Um, <clears throat> you know I, what it is is on social media across uh, on many platforms we have a, a lot of sites and pages where basically they go at brown and black people and they show us as, as rapists and, and criminals and and they're specifically showing that we're the criminals in America yeah okay now the reason what I do is is I kind of put the mirror on them and say do you realize what you're doing is 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 just trying to show the bad in us but when we show the bad in you that becomes a problem right uh, because most of my if you look at most of my stuff that a lot of some uh, white Americans come onto my site or just, you know, just Caucasians in general come onto my page and they don't like what I say. And it's because I see it from a viewpoint of a person of color. And I see it as a, from on the outside also, not just because I'm an American citizen, but I'm an, I'm an immigrant who came here and became an American citizen. Right. So I, I get to see really cool viewpoints on everybody, you know, growing up too. So uh, it helps me to show them that, yeah, dude, I've been seeing all this stuff on a regular basis, but now I'm going to show it to the world exactly how uncensored and how they do it to us. Right. And um, for those of you that follow him, you'll see he's he's got a lot of a lot of good stuff that he puts up there. Let me, let me go to his page real quick. You know, that's that's the thing is I find it ironic that because I show 
the opposite demographic in America, the, the things that they do wrong. Uh, and, it, and if you go on my page, you'll see it. It's I do. My page really is basically for outing racism. But on that, we also have other issues in both in our society that we have to take care of. You know, we have the R. Kelly thing, which we'll maybe get into that <laughs> later. Me, I'm, I'm at the, you know, I, I you guys, a, you, can, you go to my page, you can see how I feel about that. I had a friend explaining it to me, and it, it was, it, they, they, we were looking at each other face to face and like, oh my God. So, so all that was going on when we were in high school. And we was jamming out to his stuff. We didn't know that he had little girls tied up in hotel rooms and stuff. I was like, no way. <laughs> um, I, you know, that's funny because we grew up about pretty much the same community. Yeah. Stuff, so we actually did. Like, 807. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but my thing is that we, I did actually know that um, with the whole Aaliyah thing. Right, you know what I mean. I yeah. I, figured, I found that out really, really early. I guess yeah. it, it, where that's something we knew, like at that time. At that time, that and it's stuck in my head. You know what happened. So when um when all this stuff started coming out, I'm not surprised, and I've never been surprised. I haven't supported this dude for 20 years. I've known what he's been, and I'm not going to support him. I'm from this area. I'm from the Chicagoland area, and I don't rep people like him. I would never rep somebody like him. Right. You know, and you know, even my wife. You know that. She she likes stepping. She really it's she likes to do it. But if R. Kelly comes on, I'll sit down. And she's always at you know she, I've always been very blunt yeah. about that. He's not somebody that I want to follow, listen to his music, or even step to his music. Any but, other stuff? Yo, I'm down. For whatever. those of you that don't know or are, are uninitiated, the ones outside of the area, uh, stepping is a, a local uh, dance style. Um, it's really it looks really simple, but I guarantee you it's hard to learn. And it is, it is, but it's for the grown and sexy. And if you're from Chicago, you understand what the grown and sexy part means. It's a, it's a grown and sexy thing, and, and uh, you know it is a cool thing. But um, I, I think sometimes you got to take parts of culture out. Um, if he's a major part of stepping culture, maybe you should have somebody else step in and take that spot. Right. Because it's you, you don't been, want that representation. Right? Yeah, he's been uh, he's been more focused on the stepping for like the bigger part of the yeah, last part. And of his you know what? If you if you like him, hey yo, more power to you. You have that right. I'm not telling you that I'm gonna take that right away from you. If they don't they decide not to take that you know, and have him step away. That's that's on society and America and culture, right? right? That's not on me personally. But I, as a person, as, on a personal level, yo, he's he's not something that I, I really feel we need. No. Honestly, it's no. it's not. Um, and I have, and I and I want to make this statement. You see what they of, did to Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> he was my idol, and I learned all that. And hey, he, and you know what though? But this is that's the thing is that we had we've had culture for the last 20, 30, 40 years where we we've masked society's worst nightmares, and they're real. Because some of the stuff that we see that's in real life is worse than some of the stuff we've ever seen on TV or in a movie. Yeah. And that's a fact. Yeah. You can check this stuff out. Go on YouTube. Go on Instagram, Reddit. You know, what's the other one? Um, the one I was telling my son I don't really mess with. Um, I don't know. We'll have to hit him up. Yeah. That. But, again, you guys can see whatever you've seen in a movie, you can see, like, ten times worse in history. Yeah. Just where do you where do you think they get the ideas for the movies from? Leatherface, all that stuff. <laughs> it, this was, you know, the... People that you you see like in, in movies where they see twipping and torturing and experimenting, you guys, oh dude, that's messed up. No, this really happened to peoples. 
Uh, and some of the worst shit that people ever did, they used to take, the Nazis used to take twins and separate them and torture one and see if the other one would feel it. They would poke <sighs> them in the eye and do, you know what I mean? Yeah. They would they would literally put acid onto them so they could test. And if they didn't, you know, they, they would change around and do other uh, things on them. They would skin them. It, that's what society was. And that's the fact that you people don't want to sit and research this stuff. This is real stuff. Um, take the time to learn about what happened in history and why society now minimizes it and looks at it and is so jaded that we make movies to the point they're so realistic that we make, when it happens in person, it just looks unreal. We have completely jaded our society. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that, but it's, that's how we evolved though, I guess. Right. I mean, we have to become jaded to certain things. Right. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff that you put, looking at all the stuff you put on your, your Instagram. Um, one question that pops in my head, I was just thinking about this, is what's one, what's an interaction that you've had, uh, social media, Instagram, whatever, that really made you take it to the next level and got you to the over 6,000 followers? You know what it is, I think? Um, I, I do a variety of things. You know, you if I just stayed the subject is I'm a racist every single day. Every post was about a real, you know, it would be impossible, by the way, folks, because trust me, we've got millions of racists in this country. We can, you know, there's only so much we can do with multiple people on social media doing this. But um, what made me really, really made me want to bump it up is it, it, it's starting to affect my kids and my family. Right. And there's not a lot of people in 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 real personalities or comedians or and, and there are a few I'll say like um, America Ferrera she's Honduran she's a Catracha she's a fellow Catracha and um, I, I you know I love what she's doing because she's doing something that I can't do because my platform's a lot smaller she has that the face and and she has the fame behind it. And it's awesome to see my people get behind and do stuff for the you know to to stand up for. Everybody, not just, uh, you know, themselves, but she's doing it for women and she's doing it for immigrants. She's doing it for Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. I want to do that for, for my kids. I want to make sure that, hey, if I can't, if I, I my generation didn't help me out as much, I want to be able to try to help my kids' generation as much as they as I can right. and hopefully move on. It's kind of like you do for me and I'll do for you. Mm-hmm. You know, if I teach my kids that, they're going to teach everybody yeah. Around them, the same principles of yeah. we are all equal and that, um, you know, we all deserve to be yeah. people and, and be treated humane, no matter what color, race, religion, creed, whatever it is, that we all deserve that. And when and on that other aspect, too, when somebody disrespects you to the point that they make they make you or they look down on you, you have every right to stand up for yourself, every single right, whether it's you know, making a snarky little remark and making them feel belittle them back. And people say, you know, love, you know, equals love. No, in some instances, there's not enough love in the world for that person to love you back. Right. It is instilled in them and, and they, and they don't change. There are some that will change. I would admit there are people that have changed. Mm-hmm. There's always that, but there's what decision makes them change is the reason why. Right. Not the person that was telling it to them or they, they're saying that they changed that person. They right. made that decision consciously. And that's that's something that that's one of the audiences that 
um, I decided I'm going to, I want to, I want to project this podcast too. When I started it is, you know, like I, I told people in my first episode, I spent the last uh, decade teaching special ed and teaching kids how to learn different ways. And then, you know, I had some ups and downs and I started changing myself. And I was thinking to myself, if I feel this great now at 34, imagine how, how much I could have accomplished if I felt this great about myself at 12 or 13, you know, and like you said, they're the next generation. They're the ones, I mean, we can do what we can do now, but it helps that we got people following us thinking the same way that we do, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, it's, it's why I call my followers, my brutal fan, you know, what I do on my page cannot be done without them, my followers. It can't be done with the people that follow me that help me repost or people that follow me and, and tag other people in it. You know, yeah. you help spread and you help find some of these people that are wrongly being racially biased for no reason but other than they want to feel superior Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. And, you know, people, people keep trying to use this reverse racism thing, all right? which they keep using the Webster Dictionary and blah, 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 blah. But think about that. The person who actually wrote that was an actual white person who didn't, at that point in history, really care about what the oppression of black or brown or any other minority would actually mean Right. in reality. Right. Now, society now, as a society, we all realize there's a systematic racist establishment across the world not just here, but you, we see it here because we're, we're in America anyways. But here, you know, little laws that you don't think are big deals, but they were made to oppress a certain demographic. Jaywalking laws were made to oppress certain demographics that weren't clear or their skin hue was too dark. How you know that is because at some point in history, we weren't allowed to walk on the sidewalks that white people walked on. So what did you have to do? You had to be on the street. Now, an officer of the law at that point could give you a ticket and put you or put you in jail over a law that specifically is aimed to to put you in jail because that law makes it and it we have Jim Crow laws. You can look them up. Yeah, Google it. Google it. Google any Jim <laughs> Pay Crow law. You can in look social up, studies class. You, you, exactly, and that's the thing is. I know at younger ages, I didn't really care about it. Actually, I actually always loved history, but I never really realized how much I would love it later on in life and how it would affect me. And if you are, if you want to be an activist, if you want to, if you want to stand up for people, please learn history because it's going to help you. I laugh at people online. They really think I get angry. My buddy will tell my boy right here will tell you full on. I laugh at people because People say ignorant shit all the time. You grow up in a society where we get called names just for being a last name or too dark or, you know, too short or too tall or for our for our nationality or ethnicity or we're not we're not uh, dark enough. We're not light enough. We're not you know, we, we deal with this on a regular basis. So when another demographic comes at us and they start making fun of us, like you can't say anything that another somebody of my own color or of my own ethnicity or of my own creed has said to me already as a joke. Yeah. And, you know, going back to we were talking about paying attention in history and social studies, you know, one of the most famous lines um, 
that a lot of people talk about, a lot of people use in their speeches is, you know, those who do not learn history are doomed to repeat the past. And that's a that's a quote that was said by the philosopher George Santayana. Yes. And this- uh, but if you look further into it, and I do this a lot on my show, is I'll find the, I'll find the quote, but then I'll find the actual thing that was yep. said. Um, the actual quote that he said from his mouth was, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. And I think that one hits home a lot more because you can go, you can, you can exactly. learn stuff, but if you don't remember it, if it's not locked in your memory. Learn your past. Learn from your history. Remember it. Lock it in. I don't care what you got. Tattoo it on your arm. Yeah. You know, do something, but you have to know where and why we are at this point. That's important in our society. What got us here? What yeah. got us? What got us to where I'm sitting across the table from my Honduran friend, and he's even here in the country. You know, think about things that get us to this point, and remember them. You know, yeah. It, it's a it's a it's a tough thing sometimes, man. Because uh, I love this country and I love my my homeland where I was born, but um, you know. It, it, you get to a point in your life being from a different country where you're no longer part of that culture. And even in this culture, it doesn't accept you. So you always feel like an outsider. And that's, and, and that's where I think we need to stop stick, put the stigmata on immigrants so much. Yeah. If they're here, we want to be here to build a family, a legacy. You, you Americans don't understand third world poverty. You guys see homeless and, 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 and and poor here, but in third world countries, it is a level of poverty that you will not imagine because you grew up on these streets, in these cities, these suburbs, and it's such a different level. And I wish you people would just, please, if you're in the United States, step outside of the country, go to Jamaica, go to Haiti, go to Honduras, El Salvador, Mexico. If you go to these countries, okay, go to resort. Step outside the out of your comfort zone and go into the actual parts that that matter to the actual country, because those little resorts that's just money revenue. The people matter to those countries. Those people that you see on the streets, you'll see kids and just wear, wearing nothing, no shoes, maybe uh, like a pair of some you know underwear, yeah, and like a like a, a wife beater. You know what I mean? Like. That's a legit thing. You'll see that in the streets in these countries. I saw it in mine. I've seen it, you know, like, and they come here to get away from that. Yeah. And some people, you know, say, oh, they're here to ruin jobs. But they come here to do jobs that Americans would never even think about doing, ever. Yeah, and you ain't gonna get That's, you get hey, you get a black person <laughs> in America, a group of black people in America to to uh, go pick a field. God bless you, cause you must have been the best salesman in fucking America. I'm sorry, in America, um, because I don't know many. I'm, I you know, what I'm saying? I know a lot of people, and, and you know, the only people I know are usually Latinos at this point. Right, you know what I mean? We're used <laughs> to the heat. We don't mind it. You know, we're a really hardworking people, and everybody else ain't going to do it. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So. Man, and that man, that's just been the first 20 minutes. Imagine what else we got in store. 
<laughs> here with my guy Brujo, uh, out of out of racist on Instagram, uh, social personality, really doing big things. We got more stuff coming up. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, like I said, I got some music for you. Like always, it's 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 some pretty good stuff today. Uh, we'll see you on the other side of the break here. I'm just saying. J. Robert, and like I promised you, co-host, my guy Brujo from back in the day. What up, what up? We were just spent the last segment talking about uh, his his all his things he's got going on in his Instagram. He's got you know several thousand followers, celebrities, and and you know beginners alike uh, sharing information that we here don't really get to see every day. Um, really doing a lot of eye opening. Um, he's also got other things going on. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your clothing, your, your t-shirts you got. Yeah. So, um, the, the merch thing kind of, you know, like I, I had my other site, which was just Brujo Catracho, you know, Catracho and everything by itself. And then, um, you know, I had people asking me for merch, you got merch, you got merch. And I I really, you know, I've always just liked doing this to, for fun. And then finally, when I got to this and I got to a certain amount, I got over 5k, I kind of decided, well, yeah, you know, at this point, maybe I should. Yeah, now and, that you got the people, you, yeah, you, you like know, I have an least, audience. You, know what you I mean? can make like, a little swag off of it. You yeah, know? <laughs> and, and that's the thing is like a lot of people think that, oh, you may, you want to do this for like to make a lot of money. And like, right. man, I, I, you know, honestly, if I make a little money, that's cool. You know, like I take donations. You can, you know, you can go on my, my page, there's a Cash App thing. Uh, you can go for my merch thing. The merch thing is more of like, you know, I chill and hang out and I'm with my family and then they're watching movies and I'm, I, you know, I kind of cool and I get into my zone and I, I start designing stuff just for a fun app man. it's fun. And, and, uh, and it's a cool thing to have. It's something, it's, yeah. it's a creative thing that I do, even though, you know, some, I had somebody actually come on my page and say, Oh, would you do that? Um, you know, you should stick to doing what you do. Cause you know, these, these look stupid. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, who are you? <laughs> right. No, I mean, like, if you're not like Kelvin Klein or like you know Tommy Hilfiger, Ralph right. Lauren, somebody that matters. Don't judge me about what I'm doing, because first of all, I do, uh, I do it for fun. First of all, second of all, 
why do you care so much? <laughs> like, does that make sense to you? Like, why do you care so much oh. what I'm doing? Like, that's my little side fun but, hustle. But that why, I'm just, though? Yeah, <laughs> why, though? Like, that's just, I'm just saying, like, why would you give a, like, it's no big deal. Yeah. Like, I do so much other stuff with my with my page. And then I get in there and I do a little stuff and they, they complain. I'm just like, all right, cool, man, whatever. But I'm still going to do my thing. So if y'all want to see it, go on my page. There is a link in my bio for my merch. I, I do have some hats. Hey, I, I'll get back to designing some more stuff. But I know there's two of them on there that are, like, really popular. The ones that, like, I kind of did this funky, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, psychedelic type of thing. Yeah. Which I like because I, I, you know, I've. People think, oh, it's because you do drugs. No, man, it's actually a cool thing. It's like, something cool. It's, like <laughs> it's art. You you take something, you make it abstract, and you change it up by just doing. It's it's a cool thing. You people need to chill out. Some of the yeah. most some of the most famous artists in the world use that concept. But you're complaining because it looks weird. And yeah, look at look at. I mean, uh, like, people on. like Mark Echo. He he had that abstract. You know what's really going on up there kind of feel to some of his yeah, earlier stuff. Exactly. And they didn't give, well, I don't know if they did. I didn't give him any, any, you know. I, I don't do Mark Echo. I've never did Mark Echo. Right. Like, that wasn't my thing. Um, I know one of my boys at the time, he was like from head to toe, uh, had the cologne, the hat, you know, every <laughs> socks. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm, I'm like some of my homeboys did that. I, you know, I got into brands, but I, I've always, my, I'm not going to lie, if, if I could do something where with my, with my name with, uh, and make my brand into a clothing brand too, which I would love to do, by the way. You know, I love, y'all don't understand. My boy knows, but I'm a big old, like a t-shirt head. I, man, yeah. it's nothing fresh and getting on the street with a fresh tee that nobody else has seen. And you, and people ask you where you got it from. You don't want to tell them, you know, who I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all know, oh, yeah. cause if you do, if you understand how the, the culture, the hip hop culture, it's little things like how a hat, you don't, nobody else hats, you know, one of these lids or, or your shoes, or these dope laces that you like, just found out that you know you ain't got a tie. You know, we always find something in our in our culture yeah. is hip hop. Yeah. So I, I kind of I've always wanted to kind of be involved in that. You know, with like, yeah. And then see, you see that one, right? That's dope, right? That's like that's just because you can take that to the club and people are like, oh, that's definitely. You can see it from across the room, and that's what you want. You want that pop. If you guys want to see what I'm looking at? Go go on my go on his on his on his Instagram. Uh, hit up his 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 website. He's got the link right there. He's got designs for days, and they are. Yeah, I got a few. I, I was doing them like one a week for a while, or two or three for a week for a while. But then you know, it's holidays, man. I got my kids here, and uh, you know, to get them all ready back to school. And you and, said you do these with you do the designs with an app. So on my app, man. I just I just sit there and move stuff around and start thinking in my head and just chill and figure out what you know what mood you can actually tell. Um, my mood by what I, I, I do. Like, if it's really plain, I'm just like, Bleh. right. You know what I'm saying? But I start seeing all the colors and the thing. I'm like, oh, I want to see a little what I can do to kind of, you know, like black, color black it, or maybe make colors pop off differently in a mm-hmm. different exchange of how you set them up. Or I like the skull thing because, you know, I call myself a brujo. Uh, and some of you, some of the people on here, you know, always ask me, why do you use that? And, and Brujo, people make it as like a witch and a bad thing, but Brujo is, is always, before uh, colonization, uh, there were already Brujos here. We were, they were what you call shaman or right. elders yeah. or people of knowledge from your from your culture, from your, your cult or your tribe or whatever you want to call it, whatever you know people want to choose to yeah. use. And that's what it is. It's, I'm... I mean, I'm an OG, man. I'm at my point. I got kids that are in college. You know, I'm married. You do my thing. Doing this. You know, out of racist. And honestly, like, 
I'm out here to give knowledge. And if, you know, and sometimes, you know, I want to, eventually I'm going to start doing some knowledge on t-shirts too, because I want to put out quotes of like famous Brown and Brown, you know, activists or, yeah. or, or, you know, black activists or native activists of the world. And we need to have that culture thrown out there. And I think I want to, you know, right now do my, my little thing, but I want to, I'm trying to come up with this concept of how can, I can represent um, the minorities in America and empower us in a way where, you know, yeah. Uh, we are look at we're looked upon in a positive way again, which we should have always been. You know, yeah. uh, we're equal to everybody else in this nation, and uh, clothing is our thing. I mean, honestly, how many how many I'm, like simple things like your shoes? I think are fresh though. Those are oh. fresh. Oh, he's he's talking about the all black chucks. You know, it's classic. Yeah, yeah, you know, because I'm a classy guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, man. Some of I got a couple of sneakerheads on my on my follow shit, man. And they, I love sneakers, man. Just different ones and, um, you know, the rare ones and stuff like that. And, oh, yeah. You know, like the ones that I want are these Jordans with the baby blue with him dunking, you know, like on the, it's got like a uh, picture on it. It's yeah, black and yeah. white. And, yep. yeah. and I had those back in the day and then I ended up losing them because I think somebody trashed them or something. And, uh, yeah. But, though, I mean, it, I love, I think little representations like that um, of our culture are important to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that we grew up liking. You know, now that we see all the T-shirts with like, you know, Autobots and, and uh, Thundercats, you know, Thunder, yeah. come on, man, we never ever thought when we were kids that that was going to be part of our culture. Yeah, why can't I be? Why can't we be part of that culture now too? And you know, put some merch out and do stuff like that. That's, you know, what I mean, like you want to at some point. I, I, I love doing this, man, but I want to actually, I want to stay doing this and not just in doing this, but eventually, you know, we talked about YouTube channel and and um, maybe doing a couple more shows and. Uh, well, you know, maybe that's a thing, maybe it's not, but this pot thing I really like doing. Yeah. You know, but the other thing too is, um, we need more representation in America across the nation from California to New York, Florida, Texas, people like us, that normal guys. Yeah. We have, we have really big, you know, you know, celebrities in the world, but even they have a different viewpoint than us. They have more money. They can get away with doing stuff and saying stuff that we can't. Yeah. I got to be held accountable. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, I may have a lawyer, but who am I going to go at? It's, you know, that I don't know. There's people that try to go at me all the time. Nothing, you know, legally crap yet. And thank God, I, you know, I'm pretty low key on some stuff. That's why I step back sometimes. But, um, you know, some of these, you, you take, you take a risk. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I want to get into the culture. That's the point. Man. You know what I'm saying? I want to, you got to, and everybody, you know, but that's the thing. All y'all, man, everybody in America, you know, you need to get yourself into the culture. You need yeah, to embrace immerse, the immerse yourself. Immerse, man, because, you know, uh, I, I love being Hispanic. I love being Afro Latino. I love being an immigrant. I love, I love my food, but I love America. Why can't I have it all and still be here? Right. In the culture, yeah. with what I wear, how I dress, what shoes I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. If I want to wear, hey, if I want to wear a neon green shirt with pink lettering on it, it says Catracho, you know what I'm saying? With my, you know, logo on the bag that says, you know, out of racist, yo, mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You ain't going to yeah. stop me. I'm going to make it know. bright, peoples. I'm going to make it bright, me gente. Like, man, you're going <laughs> to see me three blocks down the street, like in the city during the daytime with like, <laughs> Man, like, right now, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit. You're gonna, you're gonna see me. I, and that's what, that's what we need to do. We need to pop. America pop. needs people of color, brown, black, native, pop. Like, make, make a 
make a dent in them that they cannot stop us from showing who we are as a positive part of America yeah. culture. That's what we need to do. See what I'm saying? For real, for real. And that's why sometimes you'll see me hashtag for the culture, para la cultura, because that's what we have to do every day. Everything that we do should be for our culture every single day, period. Every day. Every day. And like I said, we're all part of culture. We're all connected. So each one, each one, teach one, you know, help, help each other out. You know, just like me and my guy here, we're helping each other out. And, you know, I hit him up and say, hey, you want to do a show? And he's like, bet. That's what I've been trying to do for a while. So I was like, cool. I needed a guest. He needed a platform. I need a platform. Man. And here you have it, like, as promised. So we're going to take uh, another quick break. Uh, here with my guy, Brujo, Whoop. doing his thing for his Brujo fam. Don't forget to hit my bio. Yo, check out my merch. I know it's not a lot yet. I'll get more eventually, you know, more hoodies and stuff like that. But check it out. If you like it, like the things, buy it, whatever you want to do, man. Um, I do take donations. Uh, again, I'll, I'll put up my Cash App thing. I've been having followers ask me about that, about the GoFundMe stuff. Yeah. And, you know, GoFundMe, I really don't recommend you doing that with me for just because I'm not, I don't want to give them more money than they already have. You know what I mean? It's, it's, they take a percentage of you. It's, it's dumb, man. Um, you want to do it direct? You can Cash App me anytime. Anytime, man. I take the, you know, um, like I had a, I posted the other day, um, I do go and take some of that money and I do try to go back to the community. You know, there's a homeless shelter pads around, actually really close to my house. We, we buy like um, hats and coats and shoes like that and socks yeah. to get to them. So yeah. it does go to a good cause, people. So if you have the chance, uh, you know, like I said, every little help thing helps. So uh, hit it up. Yeah. So we're going to take a break here on Just Saying. We'll be back in a bit. Just saying with your host, Jay Robert, here in the quote unquote studio with my boy, Brujo. Um, Instagram uh, personality, Check Brujo Catracho. Check me out. I might surprise y'all. If you haven't seen me yet, uh, I may be very blunt, but sometimes you have to be blunt to get points across. So yeah. That's the point of my, that's the whole point of my account, being blunt. Carry a big stick. Look up the quote. 
understand <laughs> history is, is, the, is the whole thing, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's basically I have historical facts that basically back everything that I say. Mm-hmm. All right. and you know what? Every media person or anybody on social media, they're not 100%, 100% right ever, ever 100% right. So, yes, I do make mistakes. I do get sick and post stupid shit because I didn't read it right because I was on medication, which I did the other day, which I feel really stupid and really bad about. <laughs> but it happens. So, people, you know, I make mistakes. So, it happens. It so, is what it is, man. <laughs> so, so far in this show, we talked about his his Instagram, his you know over six thousand followers, uh, and got, growing every and day and growing. I love I'm, that I'm one of them. If I you don't follow that. him, you need to follow him. Um, we talked about he's got his own T-shirts. Uh, go on his page on his Instagram. Check out his website. They're pretty dope. Like I'm I'm checking them out myself. I might grab a few in the next couple of days yeah. here. Thanks, man. Um, I appreciate that. It's 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 the other thing too is man, if you see people on the street that says a shirt that says out of racist, it puts it out in the street that people are out there looking for you to be yeah. racist. Like and you, you got know, your own organic street crew. Like you have and that's why I have my Brujo fam and I love them and I love the people that follow me because a lot of them, you know, I back away sometimes because I got stuff I'm taking care of my family and still I got still got a family obligations. So I step away from Instagram and they take care of people. Like they'll go after people that are coming and they can see they're openly being racist. Yeah. You know, and that's why I love my page. I left it open for black and brown, indigenous people, people from you know minorities that to come in and just Yo, be able to speak their mind for once in their life. And a lot of people don't have that. We need more outlets like mine, yeah. man. Do it. Give people outlets like mine to be uncensored. You know, and I don't mean uncensored. Would you go and, like, be, you know, remember, there are, there are, <laughs> and this is the other thing. Whatever you say, you do have a freedom of speech. You do. But on the other end, the person on the other end has the freedom of speech also. And yeah. just go right at you in the same <laughs> People manner. don't think about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand that they have freedom of speech. A lot of times, I only block people usually because they get really ignorant. I mean, like, really ignorant. Like, insanely ignorant. Like, to the point where I'm like, do you have, did you graduate middle school? Like, <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? It, yeah. it's, it's funny. I laugh a lot of the times. Like, I really am laughing at these people because they're, they're, the ignorance that they have is mind-blowing when me i'm an immigrant i'm not i wasn't even born here and i know more about american history and about american laws than a lot of americans themselves that were born here naturally born yeah that's a that's a problem that's a that's a really big problem not even going not going front that's a huge (laughs) problem and and it's because y'all don't sit back and take the time to understand how to keep yourself safe right you have to We're we're in this society where we have to keep ourselves as safe as possible yeah. So, so yeah. So we so far we talked about the past. Uh, we talked about the present. Now let's let's look forward to the future. You got any any big plans? Any things that you really any projects you're really working on that you really want to push? You know the um, like I said well, between me and you, you know we want to maybe do this YouTube thing and, and expand a little bit more because that's a great platform. You know yeah. uh, the only problem that I have with YouTube on a, on a big scale is that people try to quote. Uh, YouTube as factual just because it's on video and recorded, right? Listen, people, if it's on YouTube, check it. If it's on Instagram, check it. Yo, everything I post, check it. Everything anybody on any platform posts that you think, eh, maybe that's not correct, check it. And if it's wrong, all right, it's wrong. Cool. But you know what? 
you, he, the person who actually posted that, that whatever subject or whatever matter it was at that time, made you get out and do research to find out the reality of where we're at. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of everything that you should be doing. I mean, knowledge knowledge really is mind. power. They don't, it's not just a saying. It's, it's, it's the truth. We're, it's we're not, here. Man, we need really, to expand our, our know? consciousness and our knowledge of the world around us. Because if you live here, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, you know, there's a, like Latinos, Latinos have been in every war since the beginning. People of Spanish descent, Native Americans have been involved in almost every single war this country's been in. Every single one. World War II might not have been won without indigenous people who we called the cold talkers so that we could talk to each other without the other side being to understand because we had our own language that they didn't know. That's knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge is power. So, you know, uh, if you're indigenous, yo, get into your roots. I love that I'm indigenous. I love that um, my people have been here since before the, even the idea of Jesus Christ was upon anybody's mind. That's mind-blowing. In case any of you guys are wondering, uh, look up Code Talkers. It's <clears throat> mostly a, a, a regiment of, of Navajo uh, bilingual speaking uh, soldiers that would communicate with each other um, because they spoke a language that the enemy couldn't understand. You know, that's that's just a little dropping some knowledge there for you. Yeah, and like you, you said, check it. <laughs> check it. You know, look it up. It, it, there's movies about this. There's an actual movie that you can watch. Like if you yeah, don't want to read about recently, it, exactly. Did. There's a, there's movies that you can watch. There's real. I mean, these they don't hide these facts. It's just that people don't believe that they're real, or people think that it's just a movie, or they think, oh, it's a, you know, it wasn't that big a deal. That was a big deal during the war. Yeah, you know, to communicate to to each other without having the enemy be able to figure out what's going on. That was a big deal, and, and indigenous people did that. Um, the other thing too is, you know, um, I, I try to. Uh, you know, the knowledge about black peoples and the heritage and ancestry and culture. Right. You know, it's a separate culture in America in itself. And, and what people think, you know, when they do DNA, it's enough like that. And, mm. and it's when you say about black people, how the reason they, they don't, um, it's different for black people because black history is black history because before slavery, they was erased all of their history. They don't know black people in America do not know where they originally came from. How how can you be say Africa proud when you don't even know what country you're originally from? Yeah. As black people. And that and that and that is is, is you know um why we need to you know we need to uh, I I talked about this uh, with my my son the other day about our, our DNA, right? Right. And how we can do DNA tests and see what 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 ethnicities and nationalities and you know how much African DNA and how much you know where you not stuff like that. Yeah, like twenty three and me because I did it and you know I know what, that whatever the breakdown is in there and also the other ancestry one I, I have both and you know um, and you know at some point we we need our own. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, just our own because my ancestry is through indigenous and African descent. And of course, Spaniard, because there's always going to be colonizer. I am mixed. All right. I, <laughs> I know what I am. I'm black. I'm black and indigenous and, a, and I'm colonizer. I can't change that fact. You know, uh, I can't, I don't, whether I like it or not, can't change that. All right. So right. The, the thing of the matter is 
I know at one point somebody in my family was a slave and somebody in my family was the owner of that slave. Mm-hmm. And that's a messed up thing to have that's, when you're on both ends. That's a deep thing it's to a think messed about. Up thing. No, really. Like, there's a lot of Central Americans don't know, don't, don't know that they are, you know, mixed with African descent. A lot of them. It was the original locations where Africans were sent was Central America. That's where, you know, Christopher Columbus ended up. Christopher Columbus's kid ended up and actually going in and going in and on Mayans and trying to take them out. Yeah. That's where it happened. Yeah. And it also happened, of course, in Mexico, up a little bit north and stuff like that. But they brought, you know, they brought slaves. And that was in the 1400s, early 1500s, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the original place. And, um, you know, they mixed, they mixed them on purpose. They, they treated us like we were animals. They bred us. Yeah. To be who we are now, to make us less than them. That was their purpose for doing that. The entire purpose of doing that. Because um, they, they invented classism in, Amer- in, in the Americas right off the bat to make sure you knew your place. Pure, pure colonizer, African, Indian, mosquito. <laughs> Check it. <laughs> You know, it, it's it's true, and they do, and, and and it's not just Central America people; it's in Mexico too. A lot of Mexicans are African descent, and they just don't know it because they don't want to believe it. Because again, uh, they'd be creating classism right off the bat, so that you you can identify as you can identify as a class, and classes again, pure bloods mixed, blah blah blah, right. as we go down. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it. It's a factual thing. It's a purpose of what they do. Everything that happened in Americas is um, is on purpose. It was to make sure that colonizing was easier. And if you have classism where the people that are colonizing are the higher class, it makes it way easier to take them over. Way easier. Because then you do feel like you're less than another being. Yeah. So... That's, that's that's something that's something to think about. Like yeah, you really once you whenever you're done listening to this podcast, go on your phone, your laptop, you go on Netflix, who look up documentaries. There's a lot. Get, this, get the information. Did you get a chance to watch the new uh, John Leguizamo? No. Watch it. Watch it. And do, yo, everybody who watches this or listens to this, please take the time. Watch it. There are some things that are uh, maybe a little off, but for the most part, the dude is a hundred percent correct. A hundred percent. He will explain in, in, in a way that's funny and that's uh, educational and that you can you can really talk to people and, and use it in real time, like yeah. in real like right now in our culture, because we don't know enough. And he's trying to teach you in a way that it's easier to do it with comedy, which is amazing. Amazing. It's one of the best ones I've seen. So in it's, a year it's, it's, it's it's some it's kind of up there with um that uh the one that uh that wokeish that uh Marlon Wayans. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's okay. pretty up there. Yeah, yeah. Because that one, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't prepared for. I watched it. It's a I lot, liked right? It, but I wasn't prepared for yeah. that kind of. Just uh, it's like thrown in your face. It's like and ha blunt. ha ha ha. Now here, here's this. Yeah, it's blunt because it's funny, but it's blunt. Yeah, it makes you be like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> wait, wait a minute, second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, was that for real? Was that for real? <laughs> and it's the thing. It's like comedy is a dope way to do it, and that's why I. I I try to put comedy in my my stuff too. Yeah, you know, because yeah. like everything can't be serious. I mean, yes, it's a very serious subject. Don't take that. I can't take that away. But at some point, uh, it's it's you know everybody says um, there's tragedy and comedy. Yeah, you know, hand in like hand. Up, up front, like you, we watch all these videos online and we're seeing people like 
bust and wreck, right? Yeah. They just wreck themselves. But we're on the outside, so we look at it on a video, and it's funny (laughs) to us. But imagine you standing right next to that person and you see them just bust Mm -hmm. their forehead on the curb, get up, and you're like, oh, my God, you you freak out. And usually, I mean, I, I do this a lot, too, or, you know, I've been around people that do it. We see the video. We see whatever happens. And, yeah, we, you know, laugh about it. But there's that that thing, that instinct inside of us that says that person just broke something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you like you, and you, because I always say, like, when it happens, I'm like, ooh, that's going to be the mark. Yeah. Because you know, like, oh, my, like, man, but it, it, may, it does, it, it, there is some relief, though, when you see them get up and like, whew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when they don't get up, man, I'm just like, oh, I hope they live. So, like, some of these videos where you see people, man, some of the stuff, you know, this generation does on video is insane, man. Like it's fun to watch. I'll admit it. You guys are insane, and it's um, entertaining. It's all heck. But, but damn, you guys are nuts. <laughs> but I, you know what though? But I think back, and I'm like, man, I think some of the stuff that we did was pretty crazy too, man. I used to, that was a wild dude too with cars. Yeah, and, yeah. And doing <laughs> and doing just well, you know, enjoying my twenties. Street and, racing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 I did a little bit of that. You know, I had different cars and stuff. I, I liked cars, you know. I, 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 I would build them, sell them, and, and build another one. I mean, I think the one that everybody liked, I ain't gonna lie, for some reason, um, it's because it's that old school feel, like naughty, you know, you know, um, what, uh, Menace to Society with the Mustang. Remember my Mustang? I had. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's something still in my mind just growing up watching Menace to Society in the '90s and rolling a mustang convertible on some nice wheels you know yeah and with the system and i and i but it was it was funny it was a it was a a nice ride but yeah yeah it was was Um, interesting so you during the break you told me you what i gather was at some point you had two instagram accounts with over 30 or with over three thousand followers each Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How how did how did that even come up? How did that even happen? Okay, <laughs> so my first account, which my original account was originally was Brujo Catracho eighty. Yeah, and that's where like a good a good I mean a really good chunk of my followership came from. And um, my original account was just I actually had it as a personal account, and it was Brujo Catracho and all that. And then you know the stuff happened two thousand and sixteen um, with. Uh, the current president. Yeah. And, you know, I started seeing how open racists were getting more and more. So basically I, I looked at this and I said, you know what? I'm kind of tired of seeing all this negative light towards Brown and black people and indigenous people that making us look like we're savages all the time. And we were called animals. And, and that's what really annoyed me. And then I switched over and I started doing the same thing. Um, and, you know, people just started, you know, I had my own hashtags. I, I always use the same ones. If you ever, Something ever happens, I always have the same fast tags. Always, it's always going to be Brujo fam. Always going to use that one. But um, you know, I, I started getting a lot of death threats on that one, and so I started realizing how needed it is because I'm. I was at that point probably at like two hundred, literally two hundred, and then I switched over, and then all of a sudden I just started getting more and more. Hit four twenty, and I was like, that's that's really cool. Yeah, you know, you know, I. I'm a big person on medical marijuana in America. I think it should all be legal. It's it's very helpful. It's been used for centuries across the world, and, and it should be legal. Period. Um, but on top, but uh, <laughs> back to this, shameless plug. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to a little bit. You have to. Come on, people. You got you got to make it legal. It's dumb not to. Uh, tax wise, on a loan is 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 worth it. Trust me. 
Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I, I started getting more and more people and then I hit a thousand and that blew my mind. Cause I never really actually thought I would hit a thousand or even anything higher yeah, than that. Yeah. But then I started kept posting and doing that. And then eventually somebody, I was probably at like 3,500. Uh, I started thinking this is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, a follower and I don't really remember. I wish they would like DM me and tell me if it was them because they literally actually told me, man, you should get a, you should get a, like a side one. and just, all the ones that you out, you should make a post about, you know, about outing all these races. And I thought, well, I could do that. I have a lot of, by the way, I have like a whole Google drive full of races. <laughs> I could make a, I could make a probably like a six hour movie of all these racist people. But, um, I said, you know what? Yeah, I should. And I was at start of this. I actually specifically made out a racist to just do that. Just out racist. Um, but as they both started growing, I started getting a lot more hate and, and reports on my, uh, I'm a, I was a lot more brutal on my other account than I am here. Right. I was, I was, I was gung ho. And, and, and maybe that's why I got, uh, you know, like banned or actually I really don't even know. I just disappeared. <laughs> but I still had this one, which was good. And, and I, you know, before that I kind of had a feeling it was happening because people were really like, my, my site really got bombarded um, at that point, like with a, a, a insane amount of alt-right um, like, uh, you know, bigotry groups like uh, the Ku Klux Klan yeah. and um, some of these other, you know, smaller groups that were just all over. And I, from literally um, Vermont, yeah, of all places, Vermont and Rhode Island is another one that people don't understand as a low key, really racist state. Like, Oh my God. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina, I started getting all these grand wizards following me, threatening me and this and all that. And then, um, yeah, I guess they reported me enough where that one got banned. Um, enough because I would make a certain terminology, which I won't use on here. Cause there are, you know, there are minor minors that probably will listen to this. Um, he wanted me to be PG. Um, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm a looking more, out for you guys. Yeah. I'm a little more <laughs> blunt usually, but I'm doing this for my boy. Um, but yeah, like, um, you know, so they eventually got that, but thank God at that point I started realizing that they were trying to do this. So I started telling them this is my new account, bump it over. But, uh, so people started bumping over. Um, and it just disappeared and I just went full force, but I kind of, I kind of turned my outer racist, um, into a mixture of outer racist and, Brujo. Mm-hmm. you know, my two accounts blended into one. So right. I'm, I'm still doing the outer racist. I'm not as blunt and as aggressive as I was on Brujo because this one, I hope will last long enough to stay, to make a actual dent in, in maybe seeing that. Yeah, we're not. We're yeah. not the problem. We uh, we like to be citizens, and we like America to know that we want to be productive parts. I pay taxes, you know. I pay into the system, um, and, and I should get a vote, and I do. I vote, um, and, and I, I just want you know people to. The world's got to change. At least our country's got to change for our kids. And this is basically why I do this. My kids deserve a better world. My yeah. kids should not be should not be looked upon as dumb or lower class because. They are either browner than the other kids or because um, they have a Hispanic last name or, you know, because, you know, their mommy and daddy didn't buy them a you know, $30,000 you know, car for their birthday when they turned 16. Yeah. You know, it, we don't uh, Latin values. They're different for us. And we don't. Yeah. If we can, we will. But sometimes we make our kids, you know, do what they have to do to get what they want. So I, I that's where I'm at. If I, I want to. I want to teach my kids. You, you got to do what you, you got to do. What, 
and work as hard as you can at something to make an effect on your life. And this is what I'm trying to do. Right. I want to affect people. I want to make people to see that little people like me, just a regular guy that just got on and wanted to do mm-hmm. something can do it. Uh, and you said, you said you want to affect people. I know we were talking, you said a lot of people, a lot of the, a lot of your followers are uh, musicians, artists, rappers and stuff. And I, that would be in my, in my head, that's a great way to get your message out to them and then they can maybe spread it out. Yeah. And and that's, and that's the cool thing. There's, there's there's actually two main artists that I'm really big into that I mess with heavy, heavy, heavy. Um, I actually just discovered one, which I'm glad he follows me. And we talk every once in a while, we DM and talk and, you know, we have little conversations and we, you know, I repost his stuff and he does it to me. And his, his name is Stone Salvi and he's uh, from El Salvador, Salvador. Um, And, you know, there's not enough representation in my view because I'm Central American in hip hop with Central Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, I love hip hop. I grew up in this hip hop culture since I got here. You know, it was, it, it was actually what made me feel most comfortable in America, a person of color's music, because um, rock and roll is just rock and roll. But, you know, hip hop is the representation of where like more people that I grew up with kind of came from. You yeah. Know? I, mean, it, I didn't, you know, like, I, and even if, here's the thing, and I, when I say that, people say, oh, well, did you grow up in the hood? I was like, yes. Did you grow up in a suburb? Yes. Have you grown up in a city? Yes. I've grown up in all those places. I've also grown up in Central America, poor as F. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I've been in different levels in my life. My family's, my mom and my father, like my stepfather, are really well off. You've seen, you've been in their house, you've been on their lake. Yeah, on the lake, saying? fishing in you the know, backyard. You know what I'm saying? We, we, <laughs> my family's really well off, but my mom worked really hard to get to that point. My mom came here as an immigrant to get to that point. She can retire right now and be happy, but that's the dream. That's what she came to. That's dope. You know? So, I don't know, man. I, I um, but yeah, but Stone Salvi, um, that this guy's—he's dope. He just—he, um, his, his his lyrical like descriptions of Central Americans and struggles and how we are discriminated against and what people think about us and things like mm-hmm. that is yep. amazing. Yeah, um, Immortal Technique is the big one for me. And actually, I probably as much as like I love Immortal, he's really dope. And, and Stoned, man, I really mess with Stoned right now. I, I, I'm hoping he gets more stuff out. It's, 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 if you don't have him, look him up on um, YouTube. Uh, you can look him up on, uh, on Instagram at Stone Salvi. Uh, also, you know, he got dope music, man. Dope. He's, he's a dope dude. Um, but I, I really want to give a – I think hip-hop is life. I think it's one of the best platforms for Americans – yeah. To understand our culture. Yeah. Because we talk, even if you, we talk about how we see, you know, we, everybody complains about, we talk about money, this and that. But when you're poor, you are so poor that you look at people that, you know, two blocks down the street have driving a Mercedes Benz brand new, you know, and, and, and you're over here on, on two blocks away where, you know, it's not that, it's not a world away. No. You can see literally from your front porch the difference in society. And you want that part. You want to drive a Benz. You want to have jewelry. You want to have the best, finest clothes you can have. Because yeah. you're, because that's what you look at as something that that America is for you. When you're happy, when you're rich. I know mm-hmm. rich people that are poor, or the rich people that are like miserable. I I know a lot of rich people that are miserable. Yeah. But I know a lot of poor people that are the dopest people in the world. Like mm-hmm. go getters. They they happy. They man. When they get a pair of shoes, it's yeah. it's like. You just bought them a brand new mansion, man. Yeah. Because it's. I, I, I often tell 
people that I come across, maybe coworkers or friends or whatever, we're having a conversation and to the similar, similar to the effect of what you were just saying, um, there could be a day you could be having the worst day you've ever had, the worst day imaginable. But what helps me, what helped me, uh, moving forward was to think to myself, anytime that I'm having a bad day, there's probably somebody worse off than me that's having the best day of their life. And it helps put everything into perspective when you think like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so, you know, a moto technique, I think he's a, he's a dope rapper, you know, and he's like, I guess some people call him underground. I've known about him for a minute. Um, he speaks on on truth, like uh, you know the the corruption in government in the United States and how we affect the, the world. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, uh, the Middle East, Central America, the South America, Mexico. Um, you know, uh, how we treat black people in America, how we treat Latinos in America, yeah. immigrants. Yeah. You know, um, and and uh, he's a great voice to have because he puts it in a lyrical way and a, with a beat that makes you want to bob your head. And then those, and I know once I, once I get into a song, you know what I'm saying? I can, once I bob to it, I can start listening to it. And then I can mm-hmm. actually start remembering what I'm listening to and, and putting it into my own context yeah. in my head and building a picture. And he's a great, he's a great picture builder. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, like what, what people don't realize is that's, that's a, <laughs> that's an aspect of psychology is moving while you're, experiencing something helps lock exactly. that into your memory. Exactly. That's why you see those kids, you know, they're always dancing and rapping the songs and they can rap it word for word, but you can't pick up a single, you know, key. Yeah. That's because it, when they're really feeling it, you get your body going and it locks it in that, in your me- in your brain. So yeah. it's good. Like you said, it's good to, to have a decent, a decent enough flow, a decent enough, you know, beat produced to get the person interested first and then you deliver the message. I'm not gonna lie. And you know what I'm saying? Here's the thing: is <clears throat> do you remember last year the whole Meek Mill, uh, Meek Mill Drake thing? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I found <laughs> Meek a little bit. I did. Yo, Meek, I'm my bad. If you if you do listen to this, my bad. But here, here's the thing. And that's another dude right now, Meek Mill. I, 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 that's another dude I started following more. His music and and, and in his life too. Um, you know, he he messed up. And and then he got caught doing something he shouldn't have been doing, but they 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 um, they threw the book at him for stupid stupid little infringement that if it was somebody else they would have let him go. Like here's a ticket, all right, go home. You know what I mean? Right. And and I, I would love to have Meek Mill. Like if I had a conversation with Meek Mill, or even just have him follow me, I think he's a dope dude. In, in, yeah, he's a, got he's got. They change, and then yeah. that's the coolest thing. It's like when you see somebody, like you're like, oh come on, man. And then all of a sudden you see what he's like, what he's really doing in the background now. And then he comes out and you're like, all right, cool. Yeah. You know, and there's, and I, and, and there's a little Wayne. I know some people don't like little Wayne. They got their own little ideas. Little Wayne. We grew up on little Wayne. Yeah, We've been we knowing little Wayne for 20 years. We know, we know, we know the real little Wayne. <laughs> and here, and, and people want to bring him up about, you know, oh, the shit that he, some of the, he doesn't care. Um, and he, because black lives matter and he is a black man. He has the right not to say anything about black lives matter as a black man. He has to live as a black man. His decision is believe it or not. But in in the end, it does matter. But you know he doesn't care. But he's also got to the point with money where, eh, you know, he's got money. Yeah. But but I will say this: he does do stuff for the community, for the black community, for cities. Uh, during Katrina, look him up. Look what he did for Katrina. You know, he actually went there with like clothes and all this other stuff to help yeah. Katrina. Like that, he—that's his family. He's on not his own time. Born. 
on his own time. That's his hometown, but his yeah. hometown, he took care of it. He went out and spent millions of dollars yeah. to take care of his community, which is what, what do you like to do or not, whether you like his music or not, or whether you don't like that he doesn't follow Black Lives Matter, which I, I think he should, but that's up to him. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a slippery slope. I, I do. I'm a big Black Lives Matter dude because if Black Lives don't matter, nobody's lives matter, really. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're all supposed to be on equal planes, but when you're showing us that it's not, uh, you can see in, in society what's like. But um, but as a community guy, uh, and, and for his own, his own, he takes care of him. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, you know the subject I really wanted to get onto. Like, how long, how much time do you want to do this for? Because um, uh, no, we we got a couple more minutes. All right, let's do. I want to do this. I want to get this out of the way because I want to see. You know, uh, my everybody knows my idea on R. Kelly. Uh-huh. I say F. R. Kelly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and we started a little bit earlier, but I, here's, you know, like I said, I, I've known this guy was a, what he is for many many years, over a decade. Um, and it really, it really disgusts me to see people apologizing, apologizing for him or victimizing these women, um, because it didn't, it, it affected many communities in Chicago mm-hmm. and it still is right now. If you go to Chicago right now, there's boycotts right now in Chicago. The, 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 that studio that they show in the show that, um, they were showing that with, with the door and stuff like that, yeah. uh, he got evicted from that because of the show and he, and, 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 and it's, it's. I understand that, and it's commendable for what they did. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think that he should be part of Chicago culture anymore. Honestly, I, that's yeah. my that's my point of view. Only my point of view, and it's because all he's doing right now is making us look at what Donald Trump says we are in Chicago. You yeah. know what I mean? They, whenever he points out about black on black crime, or he points out about you know guns violence, but we're not even the capital of mur- murder of. The United States, we're, we don't even we have we have less gun violence in other states, but we're looked at like that. And, and, and when you have somebody like that representing us, I mean, this is, and I might be wrong. You know, that's my opinion again. Mm-hmm. Remember, I like my opinion, but eh, it's just my opinion. Whatever. That's, um, that's why the name of the show is just saying. Just, just saying. saying. It's, it's, it's a just it's saying just thing saying. because uh, you know, you know, more these women. Um, that came out, um, man, these are the bravest women that you will probably, um, meet. Uh, yeah. they were this to be, to get to the point. Some of these were brainwashed when they were children. They were 14, 12, 13, 15, 16, 17 year old yeah. children. And, um, to get to the point where they can come forward, um, to, feel safe enough or, or maybe even fear enough that they, they need to come forward. That's a huge deal, man. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of victims in, in black and brown communities that we don't come forward because we're looked at bad or that, you know, we're going to get in trouble or, you know, it's going to break up families and stuff like that. And there's a lot of problems with molestation in our communities and we need to, uh, we need to uh, confront those. And, and, and when stuff like this, even if they're major stars, mm-hmm. you know, they need to be confronted. They need to be, look, this is what you're doing. This is not right. And if they, they, and the, the thing that got me is R. Kelly just threw, throws it in the wind. Like it's like, yeah, y'all don't know me. No, we know you. Yeah. And he tried to say, I don't know if you saw, there's a video out there right now. And I don't know if it's him. Somebody said it looked like he was dubbed over, but it says, oh, he, he fabricated this whole thing. He set it all up with all the women that were in the show and all this. Like he's trying to take credit for this, right? Because mm-hmm. right now R. Kelly's uh, record state, like his, his sales went up. 
they went up like 20%. Since the show since aired. the show aired, wow. Okay, and so he is making money, and he's but he but he's losing studios, he's losing artists that are going to work with him. So yes, the, the the his funnel of money is ending, but um, you know now he's out here claiming that he's the reason why, and now people are you know paying him with his record, you know paying buying his records and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But in the end, yo, what about the girls? What what is what, what are y'all doing? With, you know, there's victims that y'all need to think about. These women were brutalized, stuck in rooms where they had to pee in buckets. They were slapped and beaten by a guy who was supposed to help their career and make them famous. Yeah. Why is that okay? Why do you back that? Why would you victimize the victims more by looking down at them for coming out and being brave enough to talk about it? There's there's people right now listening to this right now that have that secret and right now you don't feel strong enough to do it to just come forward when you get to that point more power to you bless you until you're ready you know you you're ready when you're ready but you um just remember you're still a victim don't let nobody victimize you for the actions of somebody else when you couldn't do when you couldn't stop them it's it's a power and control thing and that uh you can tell it's a power and control thing with r kelly you know, like how you get, you got, you know, women or, or young children that are in the age where they're most impressionable. Yeah. Man, yo, know, if you were at 15 and say, uh, you know, like Mariah Carey when we were 15 mm-hmm. and she said she wanted to date you and she, you know, at that age, you don't think about consent. You're just thinking of an older woman that wants to get with you and help your career at the same time. But that's still abuse. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter if it's towards women or towards men. It's still abuse. And if, you, if you're if you okay with this, uh, you know, you look real suspect. You know, and I, I understand the Catholic Church has a big issue. But, uh, um, you know, the Catholic Church is a corporation. And if you all want to go after them, hey, I'll help you all out. But uh, it's going to take a lot of money because they're worth billions and possibly trillions. So if you're down, I'm down. Like I said, I'm here to out racist, pedophiles, all that stuff. So, but it's it's going to be a uphill battle like you've never seen in your life. They've got um, lawyers, government officials. They've got their own city. So remember that. Uh, it's, it's people want to say, why don't you go off to the Catholic Church? Oh, I do. I call out the priests that are pedophiles. I got a personal, uh, you know, experience with people that I know that have uh, their denial about stuff that maybe they should sit back and think about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's it. I'll go ahead. Really, really deep stuff, man. Like, (laughs) um, like I said, here with, here with uh, your host, Jay Robert, uh, my special guest, first ever guest on the podcast, Brujo. Catracho, a.k.a. Out of Racist on Instagram. Hit him up, follow him, like his page, look at his stuff. He's got his clothing coming out, or he's already got it out. I got little things out there, little merch, some hats. Click his link on his profile, send you right to the page, look at all the dope designs he's got. Um, He, you know, we like like I said earlier, I needed a host, he needed a platform. Uh, we came uh, up. We we're gonna we're gonna get this going. Hashtag help your homies. Help you your know? homies. That's not you know like we. I think DL. I, 
posted about this the other day about if you know if your homie's selling a t-shirt and he's got a t-shirt company for thirty dollars. Pay thirty dollars. Pay the thirty dollars. Pay the thirty dollars. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, gonna... we don't that hope you look, we all need to help each other out in our communities. Help your homie out. Get help it going. Hashtag help your homie. Hashtag help your homie. H Y H. Help your homie. And with that, we're going to send you guys off into your weekend. Have fun. Be safe. Uh, be kind. Anything you want to say? Hey, if you if you see it, you can record it. You have screenshots. DM me. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, I do have uh, some resources on people that we... You know, if you, you have a business that's being racist, yeah, we'll help you out. So uh, if you have people you know, we can help you out. Just uh, uh, do something for your community, people. Uh, respect your culture. Learn your culture. And please research, 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 research. Don't take anybody's word. I, you can take my word for it about re, uh, anything I say. Uh, sometimes, sometimes I'm a little off, but I try to be as factual as, per, as possible. But uh, research people, please. Uh, Outer races, but we've got to your Instagram anytime. Hit me up. I'm usually you know chilling on there. Um, so hit me up. Now you have it. Send you guys off until the weekend. We'll be right back here with our regularly scheduled program on Monday. Deuces.